Hey everyone, welcome to episode 18 of Something Worth Thinking About. In today's episode, we will explore the incredible and powerful prayer of hope and confidence that the Apostle Paul prayed long ago as found in Ephesians chapter 1. It is a prayer that we should know and it is a prayer that we should pray because it is a prayer for our God to do amazing things to help us live faithfully and courageously in this world until Christ returns again in glory. Our text for today is Ephesians chapter 1, verses 15 through 23, and today I will be reading from the New Revised Standard Version. Let's hear this prayer together. I have heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love toward all the saints. And for this reason, I do not cease to give thanks for you as I remember you in my prayers. I pray that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you a spirit of wisdom and revelation as you come to know him, so that with the eyes of your heart enlightened, you may know what is the hope to which he has called you? What are the riches of his glorious inheritance among the saints? And what is the immeasurable greatness of his power for us who believe according to the working of his great power? God put this power to work in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion and above every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the age to come. And he has put all things under his feet and has made him the head over all things for the church, which is his body the fullness of him who fills all in all. And to all this, we say a hearty amen. Now, there's a lot here for us to consider, but the primary thrust of this is that a prayer for us to know God, to know God, our Father. This is what the prayer ultimately is about, that we would come to know God. Now, you will notice in different English translations that the word spirit is sometimes capitalized as in reference to God's Holy Spirit, and sometimes it's in lowercase in reference to the spirit of a person. And there's no need for us really to wrestle long and hard uh, with this in verse 17 of Ephesians chapter 1, uh, because both options, whether or not you see it as a smaller case or an uppercase, Ultimately, this points us to the work of the Holy Spirit to bring this about. It cannot be done apart from that. That's, it is, after all, a prayer. It's a prayer for God to be at work within us, to open the eyes of our hearts, and to give us not only wisdom, but to give us revelation. And this will only come about through the work of the Spirit. In his prayer in Ephesians 3, 14 through 21, there can be no doubt, but this is what Paul means. It is through the power of the Spirit that God enables us to know the love of Christ, the love that surpasses knowledge. 
If we go elsewhere, such as in 1 Corinthians 2, verses 6 through 16, the Apostle Paul speaks of the wisdom and revelation that comes to us only through the Spirit. He speaks of wisdom that cannot be received apart from the Spirit. And this passage in 1 Corinthians 2 concludes with the powerful affirmation of our hope and confidence that we have the mind of Christ. How? Because this is all about what God has done for us through his spirit. And so it appears that this is what Paul is undoubtedly praying for all of us in Ephesians 1 verse 17. If we hear this in the New International Version, it says simply, I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the Spirit, capital S, the Spirit of God, that he will give you the Spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. Now, having come to know God, knowing him better, growing in our knowledge of God, which is what this prayer is all about, there's three incredibly important additional things to know that flow out of, that come as a result of knowing God. First, the hope to which he has called us, which is nothing less than the hope of glory when Christ returns. Second, the riches of his glorious inheritance in us, his people. We must stop underestimating and undervaluing the worth of God's people. We are God's inheritance. He highly values us. He purchased us at a great price with the precious blood of Jesus Christ, his son. And we are his glorious inheritance. So we need to recognize that we are immeasurably, gloriously worth something in the eyes of God. And we ought to be seeing one another in that same way that we value God's people. We value the worth of the church. We value God's people as God does. And if we know God, we will. And that's what this prayer is about. Then third, the final thing that is mentioned here is if we know God, we will know the immeasurable greatness of his power for us who believe. Paul then goes on to explain what he's talking about when he mentions this power. It's this power that God demonstrated to all of us when he raised Christ Jesus from the dead and exalted him to glory in the heavenly realms. This power of God is at work for us today. We need to know this. We need to believe this. We need to live each and every day in full confidence that this is true. God is at work both for us and within us or through us. This latter idea of God being at work within or through us is emphasized at the end of the prayer that's found in chapter 3 that I mentioned earlier in verses 14 through 21. When we come to verse 20, we read these words, Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his work that is, excuse me, according to his power that is at work within us, within us. God's power 
at work within us. And this is why Paul will eventually appeal to us in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10, that we would be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Or in some of our English translations, in the strength of his power. We need to know God and, and we need to pray, as Paul prayed long ago, that he would give us, God would give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that we will come to know God and we will come to know him better. Our God is with us. So let us pray that God will grant us all the things that are mentioned in this powerful prayer of Ephesians chapter one, both for ourselves and for everyone else that we know who has put their faith in the Lord Jesus. Thank you.